What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And sign up for your TomCast now. Do it for yourself or you can do it for a friend. Go to TomHartman.com to see just how easy it is. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Turkey crushes Kurds impeachment call. I'm Barbara Kusak. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said the United States did not give Turkey the green light to invade Syria during a PBS interview. President Trump continues to get pushback from his own party after he allowed American troops to step aside, which led to Turkey launching airstrikes aimed at crushing Kurdish fighters. Representative Liz Cheney says Congress must and will act after Turkey launched an offensive in northern Syria against Kurdish forces previously backed by the U.S. In a statement, Cheney wrote, President Trump's decision to withdraw U.S. forces from northern Syria is having sickening and predictable consequences. Many Republican lawmakers have accused Trump of betraying a U.S. ally, and one of his most loyal supporters, Senator Lindsey Graham, says the move could be the biggest mistake of his presidency. Linda Kenyon, Washington. Correspondent Jeff Zeleny reports three weeks ago, Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden voiced his support for the Trump impeachment inquiry, but today he went a step further. Today he called out in the most forceful manner yet for impeachment here in Rochester, New Hampshire. He's uh, essentially joining where other uh, Democrats are, certainly other Democratic presidential candidates, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, others. President Trump tweeted that Biden was so pathetic in calling for his impeachment and later told reporters he would cooperate with the inquiry, but he feels his rights are being violated. They vote and say you can't have lawyers, you can't ask questions, you can't have anybody present, all of these crazy things. Nearly 15,000 Nike knockoffs were seized at the Los Angeles Long Beach ports in recent shipments from China. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said if those shoes were the real thing, the suggested retail price would have totaled more than $2.2 million. Stocks pushed higher. The Dow shot up 182 points. The S&P 500 added 26. And the Nasdaq posted an 80-point gain. I'm Barbara Kusak. It's happening. Wherever cupcakes are being frosted, songs are being recorded, and engines are being tuned, ADP is designing a better way to work. With industry-leading HR, talent, time, benefits, and payroll, more companies rely on ADP than any other HR partner, from small business to global enterprise. See how ADP can help you and your people achieve what you're working for at design.adp.com. ADP, always designing for people. Staples gives your business more for less. It's where I get more peace of mind knowing my ink is in stock. It's where I get more done with my day because I'm in and out fast. And where I get more savings since it's always low priced. And right now at Staples, all HP ink cartridges are buy one, get one 30% off. Plus get free overnight delivery on HP ink at staples.com. Staples, for all your business essentials and beyond. Ends 10 12, 19. Restrictions apply. Free delivery excludes holidays and weekends. Order by 5 p.m. See store or staples.com slash ink savings for details. KCAA. Looking for a new place to eat? Delicious food at a great value? The Tri-City Center in Redlands is proud to announce the grand opening of a fine new dining establishment. Terry's Diner, at the former location of the Spunky Steer in Redlands, is officially open for business daily from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. with delicious mouth-watering breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Treat yourself to Terry's tasty dessert menu, such as Terry's famous sundaes, banana splits, hot fudge cake, old-fashioned root beer floats, frosties, 
cakes and pies, too. You'll find weekly lunch and dinner specials all under $10, including Angus steaks, burgers, Greek salads, pasta seafoods, with wine and beer. Terry's brings years of tasty temptations from DJs in San Bernardino and Altaloma. Join a new tradition in Redlands. Stop by at 1350 Industrial Park Avenue between Tennessee and Alabama in the Tri-City Center. Google Terry's Diner Redlands on Yelp or find them terrysdinerredlands.com. Easter Seals is celebrating 100 years of disability services. Support their efforts to make positive differences in the lives of people with disabilities in our community. Visit your local Baker's drive through restaurant this month and get an Easter Seals safe Halloween booklet. You'll receive over $400 in coupons and a chance to win tickets to a major SoCal amusement park. Learn more at EasterSeals.com slash Southern Cal. Congratulations on 100 years of disability services from KCAA. KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. And now it's time for On the Mark Live with host Mark Westwood. Finally, a show about KCAA. Hot topics, a little locomotion, current events, news, laugh, reviews, and a little irreverence. And you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, three... Two, one, Mark. And good afternoon to you. I'm Mark Westwood, uh, live on the air with you from KCA, 1050 AM, 106.5 and 102.3 FM. And welcome to Politics on the Mark. Welcome to Community Crossroads and welcome to On the Mark with Mark Westwood. It's a show about everything, anything, and everybody. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, I wasn't going to go on the air today. Mm. Uh, my guest kind of failed and said he wasn't coming in. And, uh, you know, uh, I, uh, well, you know, what happened was I, it's like, I don't have a guest. And I thought, well, you know, I could go on and I could do a show about Trump. But everybody's doing shows about Trump and, and you know, probably shouldn't do that. And then I got on the uh, computer and I says, well, let me look and see what Donald Trump is doing. <laughs> let me look and see what Donald Trump is doing. And uh, <laughs> it just gets more riveting all the time. This time <clears throat> it was Joe Biden doing something. And, you know, for the guy that has been, you know, kind of, uh, let's say, accused, uh, they can't find any evidence, but, you know, the president calls the, uh, the, the uh, president of the Ukraine and does a mafia-type showdown, uh, shakedown, and says, you know, uh, you need to find evidence on Joe Biden and his son Hunter because Hunter worked for you guys uh, over in your country. And, uh, you know, uh, I can't do a good Trump impression, but I'm just kind of paraphrasing what he did. Uh, and, and I don't even have to work too hard to do it. Everybody kind of knows it. Um, you don't need a whistleblower. You got Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to bring Terry Massel in on here, too. Hi, Terry Massel, the president of the Rancho Cucamonga Democratic Club. Uh, he's going to join in the conversation. Welcome, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm kind of uh, prepping for what we're going to talk about here. <clears throat> and uh, so, you know, he, you know, he accuses Joe Biden of this and his son, Hunter, making millions and, you know, Sleepy Joe, Crooked Joe. He's he kind of sounds like Crooked Hillary, but, you know, everybody's a crook that opposes him. Uh, and this is what Trump does. He defames people. He attacks people. Nothing about the issues. He just does a personal, you know. But this is different. This time he got the crew together, the crew being the cabinet his posse, because I don't even know if they're qualified to be called a cabinet. You know, Pompeo, uh, you know, Barr, J uh, Pence himself, all in on this call, including a few other people, and uh, and 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 uh, decides, <laughs> you know, let's talk to the the president of uh, you know the Ukraine and shake him down and say, if you don't find this evidence, literally. We're going to take away, you know, millions of dollars from you for your protection uh, against Russia. And, uh, you know, correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong, Terry. Oh, I thought I was supposed to be just listening here. No, you uh, can listen no, to you're, 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 you're doing much fine. You just, you know, you forgot Rick Perry's now in the uh, mix, too, now. Yeah, Rick Perry, who claims he didn't say anything about that, about Biden at all. 
you know, Rick is just saying, no, 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 uh-uh, not me, not me. And, of course, Republicans like rats are jumping off the ship everywhere right now. And so here's Joe Biden, and he's been kind of quiet. He's been kind of letting this, you know, unravel. Uh, Joe Biden, who, by the way, is still leading Trump 51 to 40 percent uh, in the polls, <laughs> even after Trump's, you know, tweet. Uh, so Biden, Biden, you know, goes out in public today and he says, you know what? I've had it. I've listened to enough, and uh, we're going to listen to Joe Biden talking right now. We believe Americans should decide American elections, period. But Donald Trump will do anything to get reelected, including violating the most basic forms of democracy. It's stunning, and it's dangerous, because it directly threatens our democracy. This is not hyperbole. It's a fact. No president in American history has ever dared to engage in such unimaginable behavior. With his words and his actions, President Trump has indicted himself by obstructing justice, refusing to comply with the congressional inquiry. He's already convicted himself in full view of the world and the American people. Donald Trump has violated his oath of office, betrayed this nation, and committed impeachable acts. To preserve our Constitution, our democracy, our basic integrity, he should be impeached. That's not only because of what he's done. To answer whether he has committed acts of sufficient to warrant impeachment is obvious. He believes if he does something, it's legal, period. And perhaps most importantly, he believes there is nothing we can do about it. He believes he can and will get away with anything he does. We all laughed when he said he could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot someone and get away with it. It's no joke. Shooting holes in the Constitution. And we cannot let him get away with it. And that was Joe Biden there. Uh, Terry, uh, I hope you caught that. Uh, Joe Biden. I did. And I did. And uh, I'm glad to see that, uh, you know, Uncle Joe's come out swinging. Uh, it's about time. It is about you, time. You know, I, you know their, their trick, the way they make it work, you know, they'll say three lies in a sentence and you call them out on the most egregious one and then the others two stick because you run out of time you know <laughs> and, and they're just yeah. uh, they're they're experts at it you know don't as as uh, our previous president said don't misunderestimate them <laughs> don't misunderestimate them that's for sure but you know uh you know who needs a whistleblower if you got rudy giuliani <laughs> right, right. And the transcript, well, it's not even a transcript. It's just notes of a phone call is what they've re- what they released. They're uh, missing about, what, 15, 20 minutes of it. Uh, and even by itself, it was damning. But again, that's their M.O. What did they do with the uh, Trump Tower meeting? Oh, hey, here's Here's the email right here, and and yeah, you know, we all agreed we were going to get together and collude, but you know, it was a nothing burger, you know, so uh, everything's okay. A nothing burger, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that is that that was uh, Don Jr.'s words. He called it a nothing burger because they didn't have the goods on Hillary, and all they wanted to talk about was adoption, and that was the Malinsky Act, or mm-hmm. you know, where we put sanctions on Russia, and Putin got pissed and said, okay, I won't let you adopt any more of our children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Rudy Giuliani has practically indicted Trump in, in the media already. Every time uh, he opens his mouth, he, you know, he, he uh, you know, leaks some more evidence, and, uh, you know, we had this uh, ambassador that was supposed to speak in front of the Congress, who wants to speak in front yep. of Congress, and of course, Trump calls it a kangaroo court. First of all, Mr. President, there's a difference between a hearing and a court case. Uh, there's no judge. There's no trial. There's no indictment. There's no penalties handed out in a hearing. People are just listening and hearing and hearing what people have to say. And he doesn't want the guy to speak. So at 12.01, the night before, the morning of, really, 12.01 a.m., mm-hmm. right after midnight, 
Well, he the got, man's on a plane coming uh, out. Right. <laughs> he gets the orders from the State Department from, uh, you know, Mike Pompeius. Pompus, Pompeo, um, and is saying, uh, you know, you're not going to testify. You work for us, you're not going to testify. Well, the problem is that Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, is in on all this. He right. has a vested thing. He's got a conflict of interest. You know, for right there, I think we got the Secretary of State for obstruction of justice. We definitely have Ruli Giuliani. You know, he's just gotten out and admitted it all. You might as By well. What like, authority? Did Rudy have going over there? Uh, who paid his trip? Right. Uh, you know, is this was this on the taxpayer dime for the president's personal attorney to go over and, and start shaking down yeah. our allies? And let's take this down to basics, Terry. For our listeners out there driving down the road, going, I don't understand what Trump has done, done wrong. I, 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 he's just trying. Well, first of all, you can't use taxpayers' money to campaign. Right. So if you've got, you know. The presidential council. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Secretary of State, you know, the Attorney General, who's not supposed to be your lawyer, by the way. Um, if you got them in on the deal and they're using taxpayer time, they're on the taxpayer clock, the taxpayer dollar, and, you know, you're using the president, the presidential Oval Office phone to do this, which the taxpayers are paying for, you can't use it to campaign. You can't do that. And, you know, so by and large, presidents have kind of gotten by with using the Oval Office to, you know, do orders for about their campaign, <clears throat> but not to call the president of the Ukraine or a foreign, you know, minister and say, hey, you will do this or it's we one, won't do that. We're going to shake you down. It's one thing to be using the Oval Office, but he's using the power of the position. He's using the power of the presidency. Yes. You want, you need these uh, javelins, and we'd be happy to give them to you, though we want something in return because, you know, we, we've been so great for you and it hasn't been reciprocal. You know, he's got the code words all throughout that phone call. Yeah. And, you know, it is amazing, you know, what has been going on here uh, as far as the obstruction of justice and so overtly now that he's doing. Uh, you know, one thing after another, uh, he's violating the law, he's indicting himself. And I'm just wondering when Congress is going to move forward now. I mean, <laughs> how much more evidence do you need? You don't need a whistleblower. We have two. But you don't need one now because he's admitted it, number one. Rudy Giuliani has admitted it. You know, Barr has admitted it. They've all I admitted it doing it. I think Madam Speaker just watch, enjoys watching him twist in the wind. <laughs> and he is popping everywhere. Man, <laughs> it didn't take him but 20 seconds to get on Twitter and tweet about, you know, sleepy Joe Biden and, you know, his campaign is falling, uh, ladies and failing. Ladies and gentlemen, latest political real clear politics poll. As of yesterday, Biden beats Trump 51 to 40 percent. So if Biden's campaign is failing, mm -mm -mm, that means yours is really failing. Now, i got to be honest and forward fright. Elizabeth Warren is still uh, leading Biden and the Democratic side of the polls by 3%. So Elizabeth is ahead of the game right now. Biden, and then it comes down. Believe it or not, Pete Buttigieg is doing real good. You know, there's a lot of them doing really, really well. Uh, Bernie's, uh, Bernie had a bad week last week, so he's not doing that well. Um, he had a bad physical last week. <laughs> that's just, that's just <laughs> and, what and we wish him well. We absolutely wish him well. And yeah. I, you know, I yeah. really like the uh, uh, camaraderie that we've seen out of the other candidates. We, you know, none of them have jumped out there and started questioning if he's healthy to run, uh, to be president or taking yeah. anything like away from him. Uh, a lot of respect going on, and, and, you know, for me, that means something. That shows what kind of character you have. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Trump would be all over that saying he's not qualified or whatever, and he probably would do that, you know. 
Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of the Democrats, uh, just a little sideline here before we go back to uh, explaining to the people what Trump has done. Because there's <laughs> there's people driving down the road right now going, what has the president done? I don't understand. Well, first of all, you know, using the Oval Office to campaign, using, you know, taxpayer resources to campaign, it's not allowed. Like when I call a congressman's office here in the area, okay, especially a Democratic congressman, and... You know, I say my name. I barely get my name out, Terry. And they're like, wait a minute. Is this political or is this something to do with constituency that we can help you with? Right. And as soon as I say political, I'm off uh, on the line, on hold, while they transfer me to another phone to somebody outside an office to make sure that, you know, the, the vice chair of the Democratic Party in San Bernardino County, which is what I am, uh, is not doing political stuff on the taxpayer dime or the taxpayer dole. As I mean, it should be. And it should be. And, it, and without exception, whether I'm calling Norma Torres or Pete Aguilar or, you know, Mark Tucano or, you know, any of them in the whole entire area, uh, that's what happens to me. I, you know, you guys can call a congressman's office and you're going to get, or a congresswoman's office, you're going to get them right away. I call and I'm like out maroon land because of who I am. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so don't think I have a lot of influence. I do kind of on the back end of it, but but not like you would think by just calling a congressman up and demanding to talk to the congressman. So, you know, I have emails and I have cell phones, but I don't abuse that either. Um, <clears throat> but the fact of the matter is that that's how careful people are, folks, about this. And you, you probably have never known this has gone on. It's not something that's really talked about. It's kind of what I would think mundane bl- political boring stuff, boring political stuff. But not now. That's the right. example I can use of what Trump has done to violate the law and why he should be impeached. Number one, and, and if you know the thing is, is you know why can't you're trying to un- undo a election? They keep coming back with that. You're trying to undo election. Just wait, we have an election coming up. The problem is, we know he is not going to play fair. Yeah, exactly. He is not gonna. We are not gonna have a free and fair election. He showed it. He told uh, George Stephanopoulos, "Of course, I would take it." Yeah, yeah. Even after, uh, what's her name from the Federal Election Commission chair, which is a joke now because they won't fill those extra seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they, uh, the Federal Election Commission has no authority right now to do anything. And, we, uh, and they told them, you know, no. She actually came out the next day specifically to say, you know, she didn't say Mr. President, but she did say that would be illegal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the day after the Mueller report, he learned nothing. You know, he went right out. Mm-hmm. right out, mm-hmm. and uh, did it the very next day after Mueller, uh, you know, testified, and he just told himself, look, I can get away with it, so, you know, here we go. Well, and, um, and of course, you know, the Democrats, were, we're not that strong when it comes to that stuff, I'm, I'm sorry to say. Well, he's got the bully pulpit. And really, when Trump gets in front of the camera, our media, our wimpy media that's just looking for an easy story, because it's easy. It's easy pickings. It is the big easy to put Trump in front of the camera and watch him flop around and make a fool out of himself. You can get a quick story really quick. Just You, know. you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talking to me? Are you asking me a question here? You know, <laughs> yes, Mr. President. <laughs> uh, yes, you Mr. are the president of the United States. <laughs> We're talking about a, a press conference he had with that uh, poor, I think it was the, the prime minister of Finland. Yeah. Where... Uh, you know, this is the first time he got in front of the press, you know, and they don't hold a lot of press conferences. And, and you know, they they have a press secretary who uh, uh, is, uh, you know. Uh, She's scared to death to get in front of a mic. That's right. <laughs> so the fact of the matter is, you know, he's he threatens people. He offered, for God's sake, he had 50, he offered 50 cents. 50 cents even came through. 50 cents, like, I'm a public whistleblower. He offered me $500,000 to deliver the black vote yeah. and while he was in a meeting in the Oval, Oval Office. I mean, the man just doesn't stop campaigning, and that's the problem. That's where the blurred line from the time, you know, the uh, you know the inaugural uh, inauguration happened, and he said there was more people there than there were, and they tried to doctor ah, the period. photographs, and they tried to doctor the photographs. I mean, the man has a database with ten thousand documented, verified lies. Who yep. tells? I, Actually, I, mean, I think we're over twelve now, according to the uh, Washington Post. <sighs> I mean, you got to work to lie that much, folks. I mean, it, it's not like, you know... And and even with his lies, a lot of times, you know, usually he does it to bolster himself, you know, when the, the number's usually 30, he'll say, you know, 42. Uh, that's one thing, but when it doesn't even matter 
when the, when the number, when he was in front of the Coast Guard and he said, you went out and you saved 16,000 lives. Uh, no, it was actually 12,000 during Katrina. I, I mean, such a trivial thing. Why can't he just say the truth? You know? Right. And, you know, he can actually be impeached. He can actually be impeached for lying to the American public. That's that's a, that's an impeachable offense right there. I mean, surprisingly enough, also, there's some really – I just read an article by Robert Reich that talks about how we can annul his presidency if, you know, you know once he's impeached on this, we can go back and impeach him again. We we can impeach him for the stuff that came from the Mueller report. You know, he locked down people. He threatened people. Uh, you know, he's got, you know, everybody with gag orders and everything he's else. He's threatening the whistleblower. This is what he does full time. Besides Twittering, he's threatening people, threatening, you know, job threats. You know, I'm sure there's going to be sexual. Light. I'm sure that after this presidency is over with and we get rid of him one way or the other, um, there's going to be all kinds of sexual harassment. There's going to be all kinds of employer uh, lawsuits, all kinds of stuff that come out of this Trump administration. This isn't the first of it, and this isn't the first impeachable offense. I said, you know, when the Mueller report came out, and they said, well, they're probably not going to impeach him on this, I said, just give him time. He's going to do something else. And here we are. It wasn't even a month later, and he's done the, you know, the, the big boo-boo here. Um, Sadly, the problem with the Mueller report is you'd have to pay attention. And yeah. Americans aren't, just aren't into paying attention. Well, I, you know, and uh, my we criticism also have a problem Nancy as to where we're going to get our news. Yeah. And, you big know, easy. The big easy, it's Trump. And so every time he gets out in the public, there's the cameras or everything else. Uh, and, you know, the media has done a really poor disservice to the American public because they, they cover if he sneezes and, you know, shoots a booger at his left side, they'll cover it, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, that's a really bad analogy, but <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah, and, I just had lunch, dude. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about anybody else who just had lunch. I had lunch a couple hours ago and it made me up, Chuck. But, you know, we got to look towards the light. And first of all, the one thing we have to do is work hard and elect Democrats. Um, you know, we're, as of next month, one year away from the election. Folks, yep. yeah, it, that, that's, that's just the, the, the true bare bones of it. You know, everybody's talking about the election's so hot and heated right now already. We've had these presidential debates on the Democratic side already starting up and, you know, 25 or 30 candidates. And, you know, uh, <laughs> they think some people have thought the election's coming right up right now. Or, or maybe the first part of the year. No. As yeah. of November next month, November 2nd, it will be one 365-day year before we have a, maybe a new president. Or we impeach the guy right now. And I think the president needs to be impeached right now. I think Joe Biden was right on the nose today where he says impeach him and impeach him now. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that Nancy is doing, what Madam Speaker is doing, is trying to build such a case that the Republicans in the Senate, if they don't vote to remove, would would, would not win, uh, would not be reelected. Well, this is likely to find graffiti artists, you know, uh, kids vandalizing a, a fence. And they have red paint on their hands. They have a red paintbrush in their hand. They got another, you know, the other arm has a paint can in it. And they got a picture of them painting the wall. How much more evidence do we need? Let's stop being logistical, Madam Speaker. I'm sorry. It's not a matter of just logistics. She's right. Well, she have to do what's right. Now we need to do and we need to move quickly. Yeah. Mark, now I believe that Madam Speaker is probably the greatest uh, tactician, there you go, that we have seen. I mean, I thought it was Karl Rove, and before that I thought it was Newt Gingrich, but look at the way she took on this thing. She kept saying, no impeachment, no, no impeachment, no, no impeachment, and the White House got a little laxed on that, and then she says, okay, we've got something, go, and caught the White House flat-footed. Yeah, uh, this so flat-footed that they even sent their talking points to the Democrats. <laughs> I mean, it was just chaos. You know, she she would she just hit them perfectly. And the reason I think that that was intentional, if you recall, back when the ACA passed, man, you know, it, it was dead and buried. We thought we weren't going to see it again. And what was it? Ten days later, boom! Yep, it passes. Where well, did that come from? You well, know? and again, it, it caught everybody off guard, and she got it through. I, I'm I'm very impressed with uh, the way she's handling it. I kind of am, and kind of not. 
I, I think that you have to do what's right. And when the law's been violated, you know, the police officer pulling you over for going, you know, 120 miles an hour down the street mm-hmm. doesn't ask, was this the right time to pull you over? He just pulls you over. How, so now I want to move on. Have to a something. series of impeachments. Well, we could, we could very well, and we should, and it should keep going, and then we should prosecute him to the fullest letter of the law. And what was that term he used against Hillary? Lock him up. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about this. Anybody can still run for president, and I want to keep this in people's mind too. You know, we've had all these debates on the Democratic side, and there's been some candidates knocked out because they haven't gained so much contributions and you know in polls and all that stuff. But you know what? You know, let me give you an example. Hillary could step up in November and say, I'm putting my name on the ballot. And there's nothing to stop her. And, you know, she could, you know, very well become the Democratic nominee. Who knows what's going to happen? But, but in six days, we do know have another dog and pony show. It's called the Fourth Democratic Debate. <laughs> and now it's only down to 12 candidates now. But still 12 candidates on stage. That's a lot. 12. There was 25 at one point. Um, the, the, the 12 candidates, <clears throat> the Democrats do like their B's, by the way. Uh, listen to this list, B's list. Biden, Booker, Buttigieg, Bernie, Beto, <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, uh, uh, of course, uh, Julian Castro, Andrew Yang, Tulsi yeah, Gabbard. I, I was- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Surprised that he got up there and same with uh, Styers. Yeah, you just okay, took the word. One. You just took my fun away from me. I was going to say that. <laughs> yes, oh, for the very sorry. first time, Tom Stayers, the millionaire, who's been you know raising money left and right, he got caught flat-footed by the way this qualification was, because he has all the money in the world. He, you know, he's a billionaire, but you have to have so many donations from so many people to be able to do this. And so he was rounding up. You know, please, you know, give me a five dollar. You know. Uh, contribution so I can get qualified <laughs> when right. the guy could you know buy any of the cans out now. Bernie Sanders, by the way, has uh, twenty six million dollars. Donald Trump has one hundred and forty three million dollars. And Bernie can- Bernie Sanders is the top presidential candidate fundraising candidate. And then you know Joe Biden is like ten or eleven down the road there. Um, well, you know you you have a lot of the well, first off the Democrats uh, don't tend to to have all the money when it comes to these things. But, uh, you know, we're not too sure who, who we want to give it to yet. And that's, uh, you know, once, once we have a nominee, you can watch that money flow real fast. Okay. Now, here's my duty here, and just hold on a second, Terry, okay. because the owner of this radio station would, you know, put me out of the parking lot and string me up if I didn't talk about this. Mm-hmm. Fundraising, we bring up the, re- the fundraising, you know, the owner of our station, Fred Lundgren, has said that, you know, we ought to be able to more directly contribute to the message getting out of, of the presidential candidates. So he's developed this website, Terry, called, and you can check it out, broadcastingforamerica.com. Broadcastingforamerica.com. It is crowdfunding directly to your presidential candidate for advertising on radio stations. Mm. Believe it or not. Uh, not just KCAA, but other radio stations as well. And you can go on there. There's a picture of your favorite candidate. You click on that candidate. It takes you to Act Blue. He's formed a 527. Uh, Broadcasting for America came up on the screen right here in the studio. Uh, and you can you know, choose your candidate, and you can contribute directly to your candidate. And that money won't be directed to a candidate's campaign or to some big printer or, or, or to you know, uh, administration. It'll be directed directly 
towards uh, the message of the candidate getting out. And every morning at 5 a.m., he's picked a different candidate running for president, and he's run them for a week. Uh, wow. we've, had, uh, we've had Bernie Sanders on, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, he is also partial to Andrew Yang, so I would predict that we'd have Andrew Yang on here pretty soon. Uh, so, and maybe Tom Steyer, Elizabeth Warren, he likes Elizabeth Warren. So, you know, you're going to see that. It's, pretty, it's a pretty phenomenal kind of a thing. Everybody that sees it says it's ingenious. And uh, wow. it's raising money. It's raising money. So that's kind of cool. And so, um, Terry. Yes. I uh, understand you have a speaker series coming up for your club. Tell us about yes, it. Yes, we quickly. do. Uh, we've, uh, we've partnered in with a, uh, a think tank in Claremont called the uh, American Institute of Progressive Democracy. And this is a group of professors from the uh, uh, Claremont Colleges. Uh, and uh, they're a group of speakers looking for an audience, and we're going we're gonna to have an audience for him. The first one's going to be on November 8th. Uh, and if you go to our Facebook page, the... Uh, Democratic Club of Rancho Cucamonga Facebook page. You can find it there. Uh, and the first, the first, uh, it's going to be a six-part series. Every two months, we're going to try to hold one, hold one, and this is to educate uh, ourselves on uh, different topics. This first topic is going to be health care. Uh, they're going to talk about the difference between universal health care versus single-payer health care versus Medicare for all, public option. What do they mean? Who would be covered? Estimated costs, and then they're going to tell us where the candidates stand mm-hmm. on each of the different healthcare topics. Okay, and our second I, one is going to be on the Green New Deal. Okay, I hear the music coming though. That means we have to go to break. But okay. I thank you, Terry, for being on the show with us, and we'll make sure we'll mention more about that. And uh, Don't we appreciate to tell you. them about the Rancho Parade coming up. Rancho Parade coming up when? Uh, November 9th, Rancho Cucamonga. It's in the uh, uh, Victoria Gardens area. And the Democratic Club is going to be uh, all about uh, the trees. What's uh, your website? Lorax What's your website? Is our, is our, What's your uh, website? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. What's your website? Our uh, uh, it's not working. <laughs> no. Do you have a Facebook? Facebook page, yes, absolutely. Go to our Facebook page. We're... Uh, uh, Rancho uh, Cucamonga Democrats. RC Dems. RC Dems. RC Dems. All right. Thank you, Terry Massel, president of the Rancho Cucamonga Democratic Club. We got to run. We'll be back in two and two right after this with more on the mark. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. President Trump says he will go after Turkey's economy if they wipe out Kurds in Syria. I will wipe out his economy if that happens. He made the comments as Turkey was sending ground forces into Syria to fight Kurdish militant groups who were allies of the United States in the fight against ISIS. Two civilians were killed in Turkish airstrikes today. President Trump is going after regulations. He signed an executive order today that he says will make federal regulations more transparent. He said his actions to reduce regulations have helped give the U.S. the strongest economy in the world. Senator Bernie Sanders will apparently not be scaling back the number of campaign events he holds. Sanders said he misspoke when he told reporters in Vermont he did not think he would continue with several rallies and meetings each day. In an interview with NBC News, the Democratic presidential candidate said he's going to get back into the groove of a very vigorous campaign. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. Talk 102.3 FM, Riverside, KCAA, NBCRadioNews.com. KCAA 1050 AM, 102.3, 106.5. I'm Mark Westwood. Politics on the mark. Uh, Meeting at Crossroads combination. 
it's a mix-up fusion show, but uh, we're having fun with it. Thank you, Nick, uh, in the in the control room. And I also have to uh, my immediate right, uh, stage <laughs> left, I have Jade Devine. Mr. Devine is with me, too. We're going to be talking about a little bit about cannabis here in just a second. Yes. <clears throat> but I do have some community announcements and some KCA announcements. we got a brand-new show on KCA. It's at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 4 o'clock on Sunday. Easy to remember. It's Let's Dine Out on the Fours. That's right. Let's Dine Out with Alan Borgen, who's also on KVCR, PBS. Uh, came to us from another radio station and has found a new home, and we're happy to have him here. Yes. Uh, the ultimate uh, restaurant authority and critic in uh, the Inland Empire, possibly Southern California, and the world and beyond. Everybody loves food. <laughs> That's right. In his infinite wisdom. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, that's another guy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's dine out with Alan Borgen, and we're happy to have him around the building. Yes. Also, coming up this weekend, you want to uh, have fun, and it's free, uh, the, the Autumn Fest uh, in Yukaipa, And it's Ooh. like the, the, you know, the 72nd. And, no, just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's four or five years, though. At least they, they, um, they block off all of uh, uptown Yukaipa. There's booths. There's Ooh. cars. There's food. There's entertainment. They have the uh, Performing Arts Center. They got a tribute band to Leonard Skinner. Oh, how fun! Yeah, and uh, that's going to be fun—a whole Southern rock experience. Um, and then they also have um, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh, Jumpin' Jack Flash there. I remember that. And name. Uh, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> that's a very good thing. Uh, Autumn Fest, the 11th and the 12th here in Yukaipa. We're not quite here in Yukaipa, but 106.5 is Close. in Yukaipa. Yes. So, yeah, we're kind of here in Yukaipa. Uh, <laughs> I have another radio station that's in Yukaipa that we, we won't mention, KQ Village. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so join us, and that, that starts at 6 p.m. on Friday, and uh, then uh, closes at 9, and then on Saturday it starts 3 p.m. and goes all the way till 9 or 9.30. Wow. All kinds of music, all kinds of fun, all kinds of local artists. The Autumn Fest in Yukaipa. Also, coming up, we want to congratulate the Rotary Club on their 100th oh, anniversary. Yes. Congratulations to the Rotary Club, and uh, they have a big dinner soiree. And uh, they were founded in 1919. Nice. Party and like so it's 1919. Yeah, gosh, you guys steal all my lines from me. <laughs> dun, dun. We should have a Prince song there. Party like it's 1919. <laughs> Any 100 years, congratulations to them. Uh, you're going to hear all kinds of announcements on KSA. Listen for it, and uh, it'll give you the date, the time, and, you know, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's 50 bucks, but, you know, it's 50 bucks well spent because you get a, a commemorative photo. You get a back massage from Tim Print. Oh, no, oh, just oh, kidding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you get, you know, some wine, some food, some, some fun, some dancing, some dinner. And, you know, what? it's a good cause. Rotary Club does all kinds of things like you give your kids backpacks oh, out. Yeah. Uh, you know, they give uh, all kinds of uh, education to kids. They have Rotary Life International, uh, which is a, a youth program for kids in high school. Uh, all kinds of things. And our own Aaron Brinker is a, a member of, uh, or was president of another Rotary Club uh, across town. Uh, and our friend Tim Prince is also uh, the president or something very close to being the president of the Rotary Club. Nice. And is very involved. Also, coming up uh, this weekend, and I, mm. I brought, I don't, did I bring that thing in here? Yes, I did. I have to have this folder. Mm -hmm. This It's just a little flyer with big print. Um, it's the Freemason Expo and Open House. It's a pancake and egg breakfast fundraiser at the Masonic Center up in Yukaipa, Saturday, October 12th. $10 for breakfast plate, all you can eat. Wow. You got to put them out of business there, Jay. <laughs> you go yeah. up there. And, you know, bring your cannabis-smoking friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to. Got to eat healthy. <laughs> it's up there, 13669 California Street in Yucaipa, nice. which is uh, just between Calamesa and Yucaipa on California Street. And, uh, it's 8 a.m. you got to be up there early. <laughs> so oh, that's perfect. Yeah, perfect for you. <laughs> 8 a.m., you can jog up there. Um, th you know, the Masons and the Shriners, they all have those little uh, uh, cars they do around in parades and things like that. And uh, kids under six are free. Wow. Uh, six years. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, can't, you can't go get small there. So uh, that's a good thing. And then last but not least, dun, 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 ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> uh, here at the KCA studios, we've done it a, a lot of years here, and we will continue to do it. Uh, KQLH Radio along with KCAA and NBC Radio produce Trunk or Treat. Trunko Treat, don't you know? You have, you've, maybe you've heard those really bad promos on the air. <laughs> Some, <laughs> They're know. actually good. I love Trunko them. Treat. Anyway, <laughs> Trunko Treat, uh, Sunday, October 27th at 3 p.m. 
all kinds of classic cars. Last year we had about a hundred. Wow. No, exactly one hundred classic cars. Wow. All their trunks are open. They decorate them with skeletons and ghoulie lights and fun Full stuff. Full of candy too. And they put candy in there. Ooh. But you got to be a kid to get the candy. We I'll might take be my niece and nephews around. We might be handing some ad- adult candy out. It doesn't sound well, right. Yeah. Like candy for the adults. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, adult candy. Uh, 21 and a, over. That's another program. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll have music. They'll have vendors. They'll have food and fun and frivolity. It's the 27th, and it's, uh, you know, good things to do in autumn that make you the memories, you know. Yes. These are the memories. You take your kids, and they last all lifelong. You know, don't hesitate to plan to fail or fail to plan to, to have fun. Yes. Does that make sense? In other words, if you don't plan to have fun, you're going to fail. And so if you don't plan, you're planning to fail. And, you know, <laughs> there's only so many opportunities and only so many Halloweens and only so many Christmases and Thanksgivings to spend with your family and yes. your friends and your kids. And one little thing before I go. You know, I have been talking a lot about some Republicans, mm-hmm. elected Republicans, and Trump and their behavior. <laughs> and, you know, I disagree with a lot of issues, but then I, once in a while I find a Republican that I that I. I like. Gotta keep old minded. And one such Republican is up in Ukaipa. He is 95 years old. Wow. He's still on the Ukaipa City Council. His name is former mayor Dick Riddell. Dick got his military service medals finally. Wow. After all these years, they did a special event for him on Monday night. And uh, Congressman Paul Cook came and awarded the medals to him in front of the Ukaipa City Council. And uh, I want to congratulate uh, Dick Riddell and thank him for his years of service yes, and patience thank you. Yes. in getting his medals. And uh, he's a Republican. I would say patient. And he's a Republican. <laughs> wow. But he's the old-fashioned kind of Republican. He says, let's debate the issues. And we can disagree on the issues, but, you know, let's be, you know, open and open honest. adult about this. Yes. And we don't attack each other. Adult. And uh, we don't try to tear each other apart. And we all come from the same tribe. Yes, we do. Called the United States of America and, you know, Earth and Earthlings. Yes. Speaking of tribes, the tribe of cannabis. Mm, yes, yes. And so I'm going to say the last 15 minutes of the show, you can talk about cannabis and what's yes. going on because you are our in-house cannabis expert. Yes, yes. Been and working on that for quite some years. You brought us Shatter Cannabis. Yes, we got Shatter, them on the radio. Shatter and Lounge and Dispensary. Yeah, they're a fabulous, beautiful place to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, in San Bernardino? Yes, San Bernardino over there off Fifth Street. Definitely recommend you to go there and, you know, they have a lounge for you to relax and hang out with your friends and talk. And it's done in a kind of a, not a clinical, like clinical scrub, you know, whatever. No. It's a relaxed atmosphere. But you can guarantee that they're certified, they're it's licensed. It's non-medical, it's recreational only. Yeah. So it's they're not, safe. Yeah, it's safe, it's clean, everything's tested. Yeah, and they're allowed to be there. Yes. They're, they're licensed. totally licensed and legal. Uh-huh. And that's what's beautiful about them. They, they pay good. their taxes and it helps mm-hmm. San Bernardino. That's very good. And so you're working with some other people too? Yes. Uh, there's a dispensary coming up here. They're going to be opening pretty soon. I'm not sure when, but um, called uh, Green Kong. Green Kong. Tell me about Green Kong and they're opening soon, huh? Well, they're definitely, yeah, they're setting a high standard in the cannabis industry. Um, they want Where are they? Right out there in Paris, um, okay. in the bunch, the, uh, the whole bunch of shops out there in Paris. Um I'm not sure what the street. shops at Paris. I know that what you're talking about. All the cannabis yeah. shops out there. Right. Yeah. yeah, so they're Main set, Street. Yep, and they're setting so they're setting a high standard out there. They're mm-hmm. going to be opening here hopefully within the next couple of weeks. And I rec- any, recommend anyone if you're uh, on Weed Maps, check them out, leave a review, let them know that you're excited as well. And you've heard a lot about vape pens and you know things like that. Yes. But you know when you're talking about edibles, when you're talking about cannabis oils. And depending on where you get them from, anything can be dangerous. Cigarettes can be dangerous. Alcohol can be dangerous. Water can be dangerous. Water can be dangerous. But, you know, CBD oil and, and cannabis and things like that, it's coming up in the world. Hemp. Yes. The use of hemp seeds for things. Yes. Hemp seed, hemp seed oils. <coughs> know where you're getting your product from. That's right. most important. Right. And, the, you know, I was reading just this morning online. I sent it to you. Oh, yes, you did. And it, it's about this young man who's autistic. He couldn't talk. Couldn't talk. Could not talk. They couldn't reach him. And they used some hemp seed uh, oil. I on him. And he was going through seizures too, I believe, right? And going through seizures Major. as well. I mean, that's horrible. Major. And they started using on this. And all natural hemp seed oil. All natural, and all of a sudden. Yes, no, he can talk. He can talk. I mean, and he's no not side having effects. seizures and no, no side, side effects. effects. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have a knee injury, and I got to tell you, I, you know, <laughs> I was not a believer. I was not a believer. I'm not somebody that smokes out a lot. No. I'm not somebody who's a druggie because my body's not druggie. No. But you know, I'm not that guy. But, you know, I had a, a knee injury, and I still do have a knee injury. Uh, I'm working on it Calcium still. deposit's pretty, no, pretty Calcium name. Is a slang name? Yes. I thought it was marijuana cannabis. No, not no. at all. Given to by the government in the 1930s. Mm. Yeah, it's a derogatory name for cannabis. So 
Yeah. When you use marijuana or you say, ah, oh, he's a pot smoker, I guess I didn't realize that. I was being insensitive. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I was being insensitive, Nick. Oh, my I, gosh. I had to let him know. <laughs> he hurt my feeling. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to apologize to all the cannabis smokers out there. All those connoisseurs. All the connoisseurs <laughs> of cannabis. Uh, and, you know, there's quite a few. And it yes. is a complicated issue. It is. Very, very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I like to try to explain it and make it simple to people and answer questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I invite people to call in, email. And people have been put in jail over this stuff. Oh, my gosh. There's still people in jail over Still people in jail over stuff that, you know, now it's recreational. The law, And they're still in jail for violating the law back then. Yeah. I mean, you do have people stealing electricity, um, things like that. Those people definitely are breaking that's, the law. That's a different thing. They need to be arrested. But that's a different thing. Yes. But, you know. <clears throat> that's for breaking the law and stealing electricity. No matter, I mean, if you're making bread, you'd still be in jail for that. Yeah. Um, uh, so you know, the, the the fact of the matter is that the, the the laws and the rules and life and things have changed quite a bit and are changing a lot. A lot more. Yeah. Here it's going to be reclassified um, by the DEA and the government. It's going to be classified like alcohol here within the next few months, maybe mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. tops. So a lot of cannabis-related crimes have gone way down. Way down. Um, opiate use has gone down in cities and states where it's cannabis is legal now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you can look at the numbers and the facts. It's there. And still they're having trouble getting dispensaries. And still they're having trouble with distribution. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Too many, too many hands. Too many hands. And too much law enforcement in there, too. I, yes. I, you know, I like law enforcement. I support law enforcement. But the, the big chiefs and the decision makers in law enforcement know that from the federal government, because it's still illegal federally, that they're going to get a whole bunch of money yes. infused into their their ranks, so to speak, by doing law enforcement and you know the and DEA patrolling and, and patrolling it and all that. So of course they're going to fight this. They're going to fight the recreational use. I've talked to a few officers. There is officers that are are for the recreational and medical as long as there's guidelines and and, and rules. Yeah, which exactly. Always got to have. I've DJed a few parties with police officers. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> They're all human, just like us. <laughs> I could have gotten high at that party, and I never smoked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> at three in the morning with the DJ blaring. Out. Oh yeah, I, I, I started it. DJing this party one time up in Ukraine, and you know they've got real strict oh, man. ordinance laws. And there. it travels out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sheriff's. I can tell you, it was a sheriff's uh, home, and you know I didn't realize I was DJing for a deputy sheriff. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, it's December, it's kind of cold, but you know, ten o'clock's right around the corner, and quit pretty soon, and that's oh. all. I'm, and they kept saying, go, keep going, keep going, keep oh, going. No. And it was 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock and 2.30. And I was right above a mobile home park, believe it or not, up on a hill. And uh, off of um, uh, Bryant Street. Oh, I'm no. getting a little bit too specific now. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all of a sudden, finally, I see these two uh, uniformed officers walk around the patio where I was because I was outside. And walk Thinking into the house good. and I figured, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be shut down any second. Half hour later... <laughs> <laughs> you don't see him. <laughs> Nothing's happening. I walk in there and the guys are leaning against the counter in the kitchen and it's suddenly drawn to me, I'm at a law enforcement officer's uh, <laughs> Or, or someone real close. <laughs> and that it. was also the party I smelled hemp. <laughs> oh, hemp. I like that. I like that term. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or camp or cannabis or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, maybe it was just, you know, the neighbor was doing it. Who knows? It could have just been incense. Yeah, it could have just been incense. You That's never right. Know. Vanilla? That yeah. wasn't quite vanilla. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. That, that story, I, I relate to uh, only a few people. Whoops. Am I on the radio? A few oh, oh, wait thousand a people now, maybe. <laughs> uh, Stories okay. are good. 20,000 people daily. <laughs> well, just keep it between us. Just keep oh, it between okay. us. That's th- right. Thank you, Nick. And the rest of the public and uh, <laughs> whoever else watches this video here. So, uh, you know, but they've had trouble. They've had trouble disputing and everything else. And there's something called weed maps. Yes, weed maps. They finally, um, they've been going to battle with the federal government because they've been advertising. What is weed maps? It's a platform for cannabis dispensaries to advertise their location, their menu, um, and so people can find them, which was is nice, but they, weed maps has been supporting illegal dispensaries, and that's not fair for the dispensaries that are paying all this money in taxes, you know, for them to support. So the federal government finally took them to court, and they've been fi- fighting for a few months now, and they finally lost, and now they had to take all the illegal dispensaries off weed maps, and now you just got legal dispensaries on weed maps now, which is a good, clean platform. Okay, so Weed Maps is kind of like a GPS service for weed. More or less. Hmm. But they charge an arm and a leg. For the dispensaries. For the dispensaries to be, to be on, on there. there. 
But it's not an arm and a leg to like advertise a dispensary on, say, a radio station. No, no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> a lot cheaper. You're going to reach a lot more people. It's a beautiful market. We, we're going to create a beautiful And you've got to keep advertising. You can't just come on the air. No, yeah, it's and longevity. Then, uh, you're yeah, going to be around for a while. got to be around for a while. Builds your credibility with the, the, uh, the community you're in. Um, a lot of people yeah. listen to this recent uh, Shattered Dispensary ad we had on, <clears throat> and uh, they were like, wow. That's yeah, great. It's yeah. it's a credible place. It's a real place. It's a place if they're advertising, I can go there and I'm not gonna, you know, get arrested. You're gonna feel comfortable. I'm, you're I'm gonna feel gonna, welcome. I'm not gonna get assaulted. No. Um you're gonna be able to go comfortable and be there. I was up in San Francisco at the Democratic Convention, by the way, where I saw Biden I didn't see Biden there, but I did say Booker and Buttigieg and Harris oh, your friends. and Klobacher and Beto <laughs> and uh, Bernie and Warren. Uh I saw all those people up there. Uh, of those names I mentioned, it was kind of really kind of a cool Democratic convention to be up there, the state convention. Frisco. Frisco. But <clears throat> there's also this guy that used to be on KCA called Lanny Swerdlow. Hmm. And I ran into him. And, hey, Mark. Hey, Lanny. How you doing? You know, we're having our first uh, cannabis caucus, he called it. I love it. Uh, up at the Democratic convention. And they have something called the Brownie Mary Democratic uh, caucus as well. That is great. <clears throat> the Brownie Mary was a lady who used to make brownies for people who were critically ill with HIV and AIDS. I remember that story. Yeah, and uh, you know she would deliver to them, <coughs> rest her soul. Yes. She was like a little angel for a lot of people, mm -hmm. and she saved a lot of lives and made a lot of lives comfortable, and people could eat and things like that. That's beautiful. So they, had, they started these Brownie Mary Democratic Clubs, and eventually they formed into one big caucus of the Democratic Party, which is a, a, a recognized wing of the Democratic Party now wow. called uh, the, uh, the Brownie Mary Democratic Club. Anyway, um, they had something called a, a cannabis caucus, and it was at a dispensary <laughs> up in, in, in San Francisco was where the, the convention was. This, this first time in many, many years it was in San Francisco. Kind of fun. Yeah. So I walked up this hill. <coughs> I walked up this hill. Good for you. Because, you know, uh, I wanted hills. to see Lanny, right? <laughs> I wanted to see Lanny. And um, uh, we got up there, and I was with my friend, by the way, Terry Massel, who was just on the phone oh. with me. Oh, cool. And I uh, went to this dispensary. I'd never been into a dispensary before. Oh. I'd never oh, been in one. your first time. So I went in there, and this place was all clean and nice and lights and very chic and, you know. Just new looking. Neon lights and new looking. And walked into what looked like a bank. Big old, you know, plexiglass, lucite windows, the guy there, and he's showing uh, my friend, uh, you know, different types of brands. Behind the window, huh? Behind the window. Wow. And we had to sign up for, you know, sign our names. Become a member. license and all that stuff. And uh, so we did all that. And he says, uh, <coughs> I said, so where is this? Uh, are they in the back or where is this? Oh, no, no, no. They're upstairs. Now, in San Francisco, they got these big, huge, high so you like went up tenements. the hill, then upstairs. And then I had to go up four flights of stairs. Oh, no. And these flights of stairs weren't just like 10 or 12 steps. It was like no. 20 steps, right? Oh, gosh. <coughs> now, you know me. I'm at the end of the side of the stairs. I'm like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and so we get up to this room. It's the very top, this loft. <laughs> and they're all smoking out in there. Oh, gosh. And I'm I going... Love <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... Uh-oh. How am I going to get back down? <laughs> well, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, that, find a nice, comfortable chair. <laughs> I made good friends with the mayor of a town up there. I love and, it. Uh, That's a know, great place. took some pictures of it on my Facebook page. Oh, and his name was Morgan Godwin. Morgan Godwin. Godwin. Mayor Morgan Godwin. And, uh, you know, we were talking. We had a good time. And uh, uh, I made a, a friend of him because I have a good friend named Mark Godwin. So um, yeah, nice. it was very close to it. So I called Mark Godwin. That's a whole other story. <laughs> right after that, I probably called Mark High and said, hey, I'm at Morgan Godwin. And anyway, <laughs> but, you know, things are changing because yes. I, at this, this dispensary were older people, younger people. Professionals. Professionals, every walk of life you could think of. Uh, people I wouldn't have and over. suspected, you yeah. know. You know, people like Bev you know, from Let's Go yes. Shopping might have been My there. My mother. Or your mom or, you know. You know, even you know, your grandpa, your grandpa, your teacher, whatever. People uh, use cannabis for different reasons, not yes. just recreational. Not just recreational. Medical. Uh, they've 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 found that it's it relaxes. Good for people. the soul. Good, Good for, for the soul. soul. That's it. Yeah, yoga. Great if for you yoga. Enjoy it, there's nothing wrong with just enjoying it. Good to be happy. Yeah. So, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers for everybody who uses cannabis. Yes. And those people stay and, strong. And stay strong. <laughs> um, there are people out there that are still profiting from the other side of things. Yeah. But and unfortunately, they're still trying to enforce down people's throats, their will, because they want to make money. Yes. And that's the green I call it the green, the green fever. They get yeah. green fever. Green fever. Huh? Green fever. The green virus. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's contagious sometimes. 
Right. So, you know, cannabis is alive. Well, it's not going away, folks. No. It can help a lot of financial woes. It can actually save a country, I think. It's not a drug. No, it's an herb. Some people call it a drug, but you don't grow drugs off of field and dirt. No, not without processing them and making them to a chemical of some sort. That's right. Yeah. So you know, they don't, you know, you can get Marinol, which is uh, the <laughs> prescription form of cannabis. Of cannabis. Which I've has had some Marinol. Have you? Yeah. How did you like it? It was okay. Did you have any feel any side effects from it at all? Well, it was okay. The story behind this, real quick. How many minutes do we have? Two. Two minutes, real quickly, folks. I had lost my father and one of my best friends. And my father died of uh, congestive heart failure. And a few days later, one of my best friends died in a uh, hit and run from a drunk driver who killed him. Oh, Lord. They found a tequila bottle on the, the seat of the truck. They found the truck that c- killed him. But anyway, it was a really tough time. I was like two funerals back to back. Went out with some friends, and I was just in no shape. And, and I was just <laughs> devastated and just broken like and everything. Oh. And so my friend, his name was Jerry Brown, not the guy. <laughs> I love it, Jerry Brown. My best friend. Uh, Jerry Brown, he says, you know, take this. I says, what is this? He says, it's Marinol. And we're going out to dinner. And, and we went out to dinner to a five-star restaurant in Pasadena called the Pasadena Grill. He gave fabulous you this before you went to the dinner. Went to the dinner. Oh, no. Fabulous dinner. Uh, we knew the head chef there, and we went back into this banquet room with about 12 of us, and they started pouring Don Perignon. Oh, on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was drinking champagne and Marinol on top of it. Oh, no. And for Probably the first time good. ever, I loved fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side effect. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side effect. <laughs> oh, That's it was funny. really good. It was good, some good halibut, and it was good food. Oh, halibut's good. Just, just doused in butter. How could you not like it? No, yeah. But it was a great dining experience. It was a great every kind of experience. And, uh, uh, you know, life... Is rich. Yes, enjoy Life, it. You need to enjoy it, folks. You need to plan to enjoy. Yes, and enjoy it every and day. Seize the moment no matter what happens. Yes. Enjoy life. And I hope you enjoyed this show. Thank yeah. you very much, Jay yeah. Devine. Thank you Thank much, you Nick Lane and Terry Massel, and everybody listening to On the Mark with Mark Westwood on KCA 1050 AM 106.5, 102.3. We'll be back next week.